When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Poddiva. Hello, you're listening to Poddiva, and I'm Rachel Shelley. If you're an LGBTQIA plus woman or non-binary person, this is your weekly podcast. Many diva readers fell in love with Emily Hampshire's portrayal of the cynical and deadpan Stevie Budd on the groundbreaking and hilarious TV show Schitt's Creek. In this serving of Quiz for Your Ears, our amazing February cover star talks to Diva's deputy editor, Nick Rosara, about her latest role in Prime Video's The Rig. They also chat about the importance of telling diverse stories, her journey with queer body image and then they bond over their star signs. When you finish listening to this episode, go out and grab yourself a copy of Diva magazine and see Emily Hampshire on the cover in full glory. Part Diva. Starting off, I loved you in the rig. I just wanted to know how you would describe your character, Rose, and what playing this part taught you. Oh, well, thank you. Well, so Rose is the oil company rep on the rig, which which makes her not very popular with the crew because she's like corporate. But what I love about her is that she doesn't care about being liked, which is what I kind of wanted to infect myself with. I'm Canadian, so we are very... Sorry, polite, want people pleasers, wanting to be liked. And I love that Rose is like business. They're not to make friends and doesn't care about it. So that excited me. How are you finding your time in the UK and have you been before? Well, so I have been to the UK. My ex-husband was from close to Newcastle, like Leeds. So, and we're still friends, so it's good. It's not a tragic story. Um, but it, we got married very young. And, um, but so I learned a lot about like UK stuff, about vitamins, about a bin being trash. And um, he also said something to me. He was like, don't, don't call us British, I'm English. But I, as since people have not been offended by that. But um, I hadn't been to Scotland. I loved it. I. Also, we, we shot during the height of COVID, so everyone was wearing masks. I couldn't understand them without masks, and therefore with masks, it was like, didn't understand a word anyone was saying. But I really loved, like, there's a similarity between UK and Scottish people and Canadians in that we can, like, make fun of ourselves and taking the piss out of other people. <laughs> don't take ourselves so seriously in the sense that especially as an actor like 
I grew up as an actor and to me it's very blue collar. It's like you it's your job and you work. There's no star system in Canada. So that's what I really loved with this. It's really an ensemble piece and everybody was like just no egos and supportive and I genuinely love them way too much. So diva readers won't forgive me if we don't talk about Schitt's Creek as well. Why do you think this show is so beloved by the LGBTQA community? I mean, I think, I think it's kind of loved as a whole, like not just by that community, but maybe extra specially by that community that like, Dan's mandate, Dan Levy, who um, created the show and stars on it, his mandate from the beginning was that there would be no homophobia on Schitt's Creek and the town of Schitt's Creek would never be the butt of the joke. And to do that was kind of revolutionary at the time. It seems like normal now, but it wasn't. Like if you were going to talk about LGBTQ plus people, you would have an issue where someone was like bullied or gay bashing was a big thing at one point and you'd have an episode about that and Dan was like I don't want to show that I want to show just love and these people people loving other people and it's normal and so I think that kind of infected the world in a great way especially when everybody was in quarantine and were forced to binge things. It was a kind of kind comedy at a time when there wasn't that before. I remember when the, my favorite Shit's Creek story is that when Dan Eugene went to first pitch the show in America, nobody wanted it. Oh That's why we made it in Canada. I mean, they made it in Canada with our Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, like our national film fun thing. We would have never gotten a second season if we'd be made on network because no one was watching the show. It only became popular when we were done. So I think it was something that was so new. When, when Dan went and pitched it, everybody was like, we want something more edgy, like The Wire. Yeah, those, those shows at the time were edgy kind of comedy that, that was cutting. And Dan was really... Like he wanted this heart center that didn't sacrifice its humor. Like it's funny, it's not cheesy, but it's still like, it's not mean. Mm. Yeah, I think that I think that the show puts out so much love is what kind of came back. Especially when we were doing our, um, we did these tours before COVID where we do these live tours and you just felt like the, everybody was so nice to each other. Like even when they'd line up for questions and stuff, people were good to each other in a way that felt like if you were, it was like a cult. If you were part of like loving Shit's Creek, you were also part of loving people and being good to people. So it's nice to be part of a show that puts that out. Cause also when people see me and are like, Stevie, no one's like, I hate you. You know, it's, I can't imagine what it'd be like to be on Oh, like, like Euphoria, I love that show, but that guy who plays that yeah. asshole guy, like imagine people are always, because he plays it so well, I'm sure people are like so mean to him. <laughs> yeah, I imagine the same too. And it was great to see on Shakespeare Creek David's pansexuality depicted on the show. Um, and what are your thoughts on how the show um, represented sexuality and did you learn anything about yourself or the world through being on the show? Yeah, I, I think... 
the show gave a name to something that I didn't know about. And it was even, it kind of coincided with a time in my life where I fell in love with someone and people were asking on these message boards, like, is Stevie a lesbian? Is Emily gay? Who's Emily? <laughs> um, that, that kind of stuff. And I asked Dan, I was like, well, what am I? I just like fell in love with this person. And he's like, you're pansexual. Do you not watch the show? Watch the episode. And so I think it was of a time when different sexualities were being identified. And so on the one hand, I see how that's really important representation because other people would be like me, like, well, is this okay? What am I? And you kind of want a label, but ideally the future ideal to me is where we don't have to identify as anything. You can just identify, you know, as uh, Emily and uh, that's, me. And you spoke about euphoria earlier, so what do you think about current on-screen queer representation? Because obviously shows like euphoria can be a bit more like gritty and then we have like really mm. like queer joy stuff like Heartstopper um, and what would you yeah. like to see more of? Well I think I think the world has gone in that way where there is more representation of everyone and I think that it's only great. I mean it also just on a entertainment level like why would you want to just see the same white heteronormative relationship like that's not the world that's not the so I I think it's just I mean and I think what's really changed is also the people telling the stories are diverse and um and are allowed to tell their stories that it's just the greatest thing ever it's so amazing to watch the world like for us to be in our people of the younger generation this is all they know which is great that they don't know it but like I know that that didn't exist before and it's amazing to see that like that shift can really happen I remember reading this article with um Greta Gerwig about being a female director and like really this is really new like I didn't see any female director well there's like there was like two, but they, it wasn't something you could see and be like, oh, well, maybe I could do that. So it's great. I'd love to talk about your hair. So we, <laughs> <I love it>. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh, yep. It's, my phone doesn't recognize me. <laughs> so I got, I got a haircut for, I did a movie called Bloody Hell where my character had had cancer and was growing her hair out and it was something she felt um, just, you know, she didn't feel like sexy anymore and it was part of the story and stuff that I thought was important that I cut my hair. I have a love-hate relationship with it because I'd always had like really long hair and I thought short hair was going to be easier. It's not. You have to use product. You have to, I wake up like, like, you have to do stuff to it. Long hair, I just like, whatever. But my love of it is that I do feel like it's more me. So. Well, you look great. Thank um. you. <laughs> Pop Diva. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about 
work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. On the way up here, actually, I was listening to your podcast episode with Jamila Jamil, and if you'd be all right in talking about it, it was such a, one of my favourite episodes ever. Oh. And the bit where you spoke about how like exploring your queerness impacted your own like body image. Yeah, it is something that like before I had relationships with women, I would judge myself through the male gaze of like what was hot when I started having relationships with women and sexual relationships and I was like, wait, what I find hot is not what I was told is hot. And I actually find this hot and it just made me so, it really was the biggest paradigm shift ever. And I think there is something in being able to see what you like, what your taste is, and not being told like we are, you know, through magazines and stuff like ads and everything that was always put from the male perspective of like a perfume ad used to be like a naked woman with the thing, but it was all for that. It just makes you realize that beauty is in the eye of the beholder and what one person one person's idea of of what is hot and beautiful like it just it's not true yeah it really kind of changed my life because I was always trying to be something I wasn't and achieve this thing And, and then I realized like oh but what I am is what I would like if I was gonna sleep with me (laughs) so yeah it's um it's I highly recommend it (laughs) (laughs) and then a lot of our readers love your style and like your gender non-conforming like looks on the red carpet do you enjoy expressing yourself through what you wear yeah I do much more now like I used to 
I think, again, used to do what people told me I should. Finding a, a self and like liking myself allowed me to express myself in a way that like, oh, this is what I actually feel good in. And this is, and uh, I'm my better self when I feel good in something. You are gonna get a real bad me if I'm in something that like feels like I'm a different person, which is also though what I love in acting. One of the things I do care about is like, the way the character dresses and the style, the look, to me that does a lot, like 50% of the acting, because especially with the rig, like how she was, my character Rose was very like corporate and straight and straight imposter sense. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I think that does change how a person exists in the world. And it's interesting that you said like gender non-conforming way I dress because that's such a new concept and uh, the ideal world I think of the future is where it's not gender not be non-conforming because gender wasn't defined by girls wear dresses and guys wear suits. The future will be like just that's that's a cool outfit. Yes, that's, I can't wait for that. Yeah, right? <laughs> Yeah, the future is bright. <laughs> and I also know that you're a wonderful ally to the trans community, and I wondered if you'd be up for talking about um, why that's important to you? I mean, the truth of it is I, I had fallen in love with a, a trans woman, and, um, and I didn't know anything about being trans, the trans community. At the time, I just fell in love with this person. And through that, I think like anybody when they fall in love with somebody, you you learn about their struggles and just your world opens up. I mean, I know my ex-husband, um, he had Crohn's disease and I didn't know anything about that. And when you fall in love with somebody like that, then you, uh, who has any, any struggle or uh, any, you, you just see it in a different light and you are more empathetic towards it which again I think is why representation is so important because you see something when you know somebody when you know someone who is gay or you know someone who is trans you understand it in a different way than the idea of what it is and so because I was close to that community and then um, since so many of my friends are trans and I just think there is something so, I don't know, in, in, in putting yourself out there to be yourself. Like so much of transitioning from what I have, you know, I'm not trans, but like my, my friends and people I care about who have gone through it, it's hard. It's not like, it's not easy to go. And also it's a period of time of transitioning. So sometimes you're going out there in the world, not feeling like you're looking the way you want to look yet, but you're going through that to be who you really are. Um, I think it's inspiring. Yeah. yeah, well said, thank mm -hmm. you. And then, yeah, so I guess actually something I haven't asked you is like taking you back to the beginning. If you could tell me a bit about um, like what your childhood was like and also how you got into acting. Uh, well, I grew up in Montreal, um, so I snowshoed to school. I really did. <laughs> and I got, well, I mean, a defining moment, I would say for me acting wise was 
I had done a play in high school and after my high school vice principal, Miss Swiderski, who I was obsessed with, um, came up to me and said, you were, you were really good. You were funny. And I was just like, I was good. I was good at something. And I just became obsessed with like, I'm going to be an actress. I'm going to, and so I would highlight entire acting books, which ultimately makes them not highlighted. I, yeah, just kind of went full focus into that and I moved to Toronto because I'm uh, in Montreal it's primarily French speaking uh, film and television industry so I moved to Toronto Hollywood North to become an actress yeah it's been all I've ever done yeah I'm so happy that that teacher encouraged you yeah is there anything that you'd like to address that hasn't been touched on you're so sweet. Yeah, thank you so much. Even that you asked me if you could record was really, really kind. <laughs> no, I just want to make sure I do. I guess I do want to say one thing that, do you know Emma Korn? Yes. So um, I'm going to see their play tonight, Orlando. Oh, I'm actually. so jealous. Yeah, I'm so excited. They posted this thing about, you know, when journalists ask them about their gender. Oh, Did yeah. you see it? Yeah, yeah, it's so important. Yeah, and I thought it was so good, and I just would never want something like when talking about my feelings about um, supporting the trans community or pansexuality or any of these kinds of things. I think they put it so well when they said, like, when it becomes clickbait, it makes people not want to speak about it which is also why when asked those kinds of questions I I'm a bit scared because I'm like it can things can be taken out of context it can become the focus of an article that wasn't that and it's I just want those things handled with with the genuine care that is meant um yeah no worries I 100% and yeah I saw that person it was really so articulate and well said in this way because I I do on a much smaller level because I think gender identity and sexuality like gender identity is a much more nuanced and important especially now politically but I've noticed that like just the word pansexuality will be like the headline of every interview I never even gave, you know? And those things where it just feels like it reduces that to something that makes me embarrassed in a way of like, that's not, I I don't want to identify as anything. I'm just like, if anything, identify me as a workaholic (laughs) because that's all, I mean, I can't, yeah, so. Do you happen to be a Virgo? Yes. I mean, I'm you? A ta- no, I'm a Taurus, but work we get along. <laughs> yeah. We get along so well. Oh my you god! You were giving major Virgo vibes, and I felt like when you said workaholic, I was like, I have to ask. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> that's so funny because I asked another reporter the first one I spoke to today. They were talking about oh, what was it? I don't know. There was something very Virgo. They were, and I'm like, are you a Virgo? And she's like, no, I'm a Gemini. And I was like, oh, I don't know anything about that. But I know Taurus. Like, we get along. <laughs> Oh my god, yes. Pod Thank you for listening to Pod Diva, queers for your ears, in association with Diva Magazine, the world's leading brand for LGBTQIA plus women and non-binary people. 
Please listen and subscribe on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at Diva Magazine. You can email us at editorial at divamag.co.uk. Share the love by leaving us a review. Pod Diva. Queers for your ears. Pod Diva. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.